0: As you're turning your Bibles to Matthew 6:19 through 21, as, uh, those are our theme verses for this series. We wanted to kind of uh, hit on a couple of things here. Doesn't the trees look beautiful? They look amazing, amazing. Carmen Krause, uh, she's, she was here first service. She does an amazing job decorating. That's definitely a gift that uh, I don't have. Um, I like things in structure and in order. If uh, we have uh, anything that's out of order, I'm... I'm um, Uh, You know, I I can't function well. So if you ask the staff, I am Pastor Derek Dillon. I am the executive pastor here at the Way Bible Church. Uh, And it is a privilege and a pleasure for me to be able to close this uh, Nuts and bolts series out with you today. Um, We had to make Pastor Joe take a vacation. Um, It is the end of the year and he had not taken a vacation yet. So uh, he is out. Uh, enjoying his vacation, his time with his family over this uh, Thanksgiving holiday. So, Pastor Joel, I know that you're tuning in, so enjoy yourself. We love you and we miss you. Can't wait to see you next week. Speaking of next week, December 2nd, uh, we are having our vision service here at the Way Bible Church. We normally have this service the first week, first Sunday in January. Uh, Because this is so important to what God is moving our church into, we're moving it a whole month ahead. Um, So next Sunday, December 2nd, is our vision service. Also, which has not been uh, announced uh, much here in the last few weeks uh, for anyone who is interested in membership want to know what TWBC is about we are having a new members class Which is our welcome home party December the 5th uh, and this will be on a Wednesday night at plain and fancy on the square So if you have any questions for that or you would like to um, attend that please see Pastor hunter as he will be uh, on at one of the info centers You can sign up for the uh, uh, welcome home party. So as I was preparing for this message, uh, it's so funny how God makes things uh, uh, His way and not yours. Uh, <laughs> I, um, you know, I had a message prepared. Um, you know, I wanted to talk about how we have a connection between our wallet and our head, when our connection should be our wallet and our heart. Oh, but in Matthew 24, He had brought something to my attention, and the disciples asked Jesus how will we know when the end is near? And Jesus answered them and said, there'll be wars and rumors of wars, kingdom against kingdom, nation against nation. But these is not, this is not the end yet. This is only the beginning of birth pains. Then he goes on to say, the gospel will be preached throughout all the world. That's when the end will come. I said, okay. Then he says, what if the last person to hear the gospel was in Hopkins County? I'm going to try this side. (laughs) What if the last person to hear the gospel is sitting in the desk right next to you? What if the person that has never heard about Jesus is at the restaurant that's waiting on your table? We had a, I had someone come up to me this morning and she, she told me, she said, we delivered turkeys to the families, which was amazing. Uh, we ran across a lady who, um, she said she had cancer and, and, and um, you know, so we asked to pray for, him and pray for her. She didn't want us to pray at that time, but we went home and prayed for her, really lifted her up. But she said something very interesting to me that I thought was very, very, very uh, important for today's message. She says, I don't know if she knows Jesus yet. What if? That's the last person that needs to hear the gospel before Jesus comes back. So God said, yeah, I know you got your message together. I know that, that, that there was things that you wanted to talk about. And again, the key word there is you wanted to talk about. He said, but I want you to talk about my house. The importance of the local church. Why we our time, while we give our tithe, while we give here at the Way Bible Church. So, I, you know, it, it says that, you know, in closing the series of nuts and bolts, I wanted to take this message in a different, a totally, totally different direction. And, and you guys, some of you have heard my testimony. As I grow up, I was the oldest of six kids, uh, mo- mom and dad in the, in the home. Um, and I always said we grew up poor. And when I say PO, it's because we were so poor we couldn't even afford OR, we were just P.O. We grew up in a house that was three rooms. Four boys and two girls, along with my mom and dad. Didn't have running water in the house. Didn't have a bathroom in the house. Everything had to be cooked on a hot plate. And for those young ones, a hot plate is a little portable thing you plug into a wall. And it heats up. We had to take baths in a foot tub. For younger ones, a foot tub. It's about that big. It's 10. You step into it. Those are the things that we had to do as a family. But my mom and dad never stopped tithing. My mom and dad never stopped giving their time at the church. And it looks like, you know, from the outside that we were struggling so bad. We didn't have the things that we... Um, so desired we didn't have There were time. We went years without a quote-unquote Christmas But we never went hungry We never lacked anything as far as the necessities for our lives and we were happy God truly truly blessed us Now you fast forward to the uh, time I met my wife we got married and um, you know with that attitude of how things I went with, I, I was a young person, not having a lot because it was all from here not from here. I wanted to be able to buy whatever I wanted, get whatever I wanted. And no matter what, uh, thing, something was never good enough. Our first year of marriage, me and my wife, I think I went through four or five cars. Because I wanted it. Yeah. I was without. I deserve it. but my heart was not in the right place I ended up, Lord bless me and it's so funny how he blesses you out of your own ignorance he takes care of you out of your own stupidity you know we we had a house Lord bless me with a six figure job I was able to live and have whatever I wanted according to me I had a motorcycle I didn't ride of course I had a boat the two cars, big house. Really living that I think the life of the American dream. Sadly, we were not giving. We were not putting God first in everything in our life. We were not contributing to the local church at that time. And I said something in second in first first service that I didn't say um that i don't have in my notes or anything like that because god brought it back there's something that i struggled with as a person at that position making you know what i was making a year not giving to the local church we had a pastor that had to get let go at that church because there was not enough tithing coming in through the doors you know what what if Our giving to that church allowed that pastor to be able to move and do into the calling that God had on his life. Did I cut that short? I take personal responsibility of that because I didn't do what God has mandated us to do as believers. The local church is very important. The local church is here because God has, has designed the local church to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We had the opportunity last week to go out and deliver turkeys to families all over the, um, Hopkins County, and it was a blessing. And if you have not experienced that, you need to experience it one time. We love being able to have our kids go out and enjoy that time to be able to deliver uh, meals to families that are less fortunate. So many times, in in America where we have everything that we can want everything is so now 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 it's it's such a microwave nation we gotta have it now we don't want to wait for nothing but how about waiting for that next meal more importantly how about waiting for the love that Jesus wants to show you that he wants to spend eternity with you he wants to do those things with you. So getting back to my story, uh, to, to my testimony in 2008, um, the economy had had, uh, had its rough time, and I ended up losing my job. $160,000 gone overnight. We had a savings that we were able to live off of for a good six months. but when that savings drained out what were we going to do then it's funny how when things go south well, you tend to look north you tend to look to the father Lord forgive me help me I need you he's such a loving God he is such a loving God he was able to bless us with, a, with, with another job my wife actually went, ended up going back to work uh, it, was, it was not what I was making at that, that particular job, but it was enough for us to keep food in the house, to keep clothes on our back, to keep, um, the, 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 keep the, the lights on and so forth. So God really, sh- truly showed his love for us in that time, even when we were stupid. And I say stupid, we were stupid. But I thank God that in that time, that opportunity, uh, uh, it, it came up for us to be able to move to Texas. And, of course, me still thinking in my mind that, oh, this is Texas. I get to fish all year round. (laughs) I fish less now than I did when I was up north. But we moved down here, and the Lord blessed us to be able to find the Way Bible Church. And when we came, we got planted. We truly dug in. We truly gave everything that we could to the Way Bible Church. I had lunch with Pastor Joe one, one, one afternoon, and um, you know, he said, hey, so what, what can you do? My wife had already got plugged into the church. He said, so what can you do here for the Way Bible Church? And of course, I had a, had a big excuse. Well, Pastor, I travel for a living. You know, when I commit, I want to commit. I want to be there the whole time. I want to be there. I want to be able to say that I'm there. And he, he just kept letting, letting me talk. You know, Have you noticed that when you, you just get diarrhea of the mouth, you tend to Tell on yourself. I said, what? Well, but, you know, my background is electrical engineering, and uh, I do websites, and his eyes lit up. He said, we need a webmaster. It's like, dang. <laughs> okay, and that's how I got started with, 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 with um, serving here at the Way Bible Church. Um, a few years ago, a couple years ago, I took the position, uh, leaving the corporate world, and took the position as executive pastor here at the Way Bible Church. But I I want to say something before we move on. God told me four years ago what he wants to do through the doors of the way Bible Church will change the financial landscape of this area. I am truly standing on that. That is a a church rising up to take care of its city. There is a church that's rising up to be able to meet the needs of the lost, to meet the needs of those who are hurting, to meet the needs of... Of families in our own county. That's what he wants to do through the Way Bible Church. But I want to tell you that we can't do it alone. That is the importance of the, the, the local church. We have to work together with, with all area churches. We truly want to be a city that's set on a hill, that we can't be hidden. We want, we want other towns to come to our town and say, how are you guys doing it? how are you making it happen and how come your poverty level is so low because a church has decided to join with other churches and be truly the hands and feet of jesus that's what we're called for that's what we're the mandate upon our life that's what jesus has put us here for so talk about the god's house the, the message of the day is god's house And Webster defines house as a building building for habitation and a community. It's a place where like believers come as a community, work for the better of society. That's what we're here for. And I'm sorry to say, if you're here because of religion, this is what we do on Sundays is come to church. There's a heart problem there. Religion is, is the, the, the habitual service without any spiritual results. We're doing things because that's what we're, we've always done. We're giving because that's what we've always done. The heart is not behind it, it's more of the, the mind. So before we get into this, I wanna make something extremely, extremely clear. If you are a first time guest and you're joining us online, I want to say welcome. Welcome home. I truly feel that you are in the best place on a Sunday morning than you can be anywhere else in the world. But I want to make this extremely clear. If you are planted in another church, you give to that church, you don't give to the way Bible church. You don't bring your tithes to to the Way Bible Church. You bring your tithes to that church where you're getting fed. That is your home church because that church has a mandate from heaven that you have called and you have signed up to be with. So please, please, if you don't get anything else today, if this is not your church home, support your church home. There's no way my wife is going to clean up any mess that I might bring in the house if I'm eating out every day of the week. Hmm. so So why does the local church matter to God Ephesians 1 22 um, 23 it says and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all says the church is Jesus body on earth and it is made up of all kinds of people with all walks of life we can't be the hands when God has called us to be the feet I want us to understand the mandate that is on the local church. If Jesus is the head of the church, our mandate, if we are called to be the feet, we must be the best feet that are out there. We can't try to be another church. So many churches fall into this trap where this success has worked over here. Let's try it in our church. Well, you're trying to be something that you're not. If you look at a race, each runner in the race is in its own lane. What happens with that is when that race takes off, each runner is able to run and stay in its own boundaries. And it's a clean, efficient race. What happens is when we get into the same lane with someone else, uh, the first thing that's gonna happen is somebody's gonna trip over. And in the end, nobody wins. Nobody crosses the finish line. How can we perform the mandate that's called up on TWBC if we're trying to be somebody else? TWBC is not Shannon Oaks. TWBC is not First Baptist. TWBC is not Trinity Harvest. Each one of those churches has their own mandate. It is for us to complement those mandates. It is for us to be able to partner with those churches. It is for us to be the best that we are called to be it's not a competition and you will hear that a lot here at the way bible church we're not in competition with anyone we're in complimenting complimenting them we want to uplift them we want to hold them and when one church hurt we hurt too that's what we're called to do that is the mandate that's on our life so it says uh So we think about about, uh, the the, the design of the local church. Um, Before I took this position, as I mentioned earlier, I was a support engineer. Um, What I did, I was a a robotic engineer. I designed, I built, I repaired, I supported different type of automation equipment. I worked on them for as big as this room and as small as your phone that's in your pocket. I went to school for training for that. Then I went to the company to train on their particular specialties. I've worked on lasers, I've worked on all different kind of things that required me to be the best support engineer that I can be. When a customer needed a design for their particular facility, I would either go there and help them design what's gonna meet the needs of their facility, If they needed support on any piece of equipment, that I I would um, be able to go there and give them support or do it by the phone. I've worked on machinery that puts a doctor into an operating room facility to be able to design how to do a heart catheter, how to do a stent up in uh, in their, their carotid. I had special training in order to help those people meet the needs that they need on a day-to-day basis. The local church is a special, their their specialty is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what the local church is put here for. We need to be able to understand that when we come through those doors, it is a time for us to come in to be equipped. It is a time for us to come in to grow and to be able to, 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 to help each other see what Jesus is doing in the lives of people. You know, and I, I, please don't take offense to this. I hear a lot of people say, well, my, my, my property is my, my church. Well, your property does not uphold you to a higher standard. If you're the only one on your property, you, you, you figure everything you do is right. You figure everything you do, and when it's wrong, you, you go ahead and, and, and be convicted of yourself. The church is an accountability for you as well. Our job when we come through this door is to uh, build each other up. It's to grow with each other. It's to be able to help you see what God has called in your life. What we don't understand is in different times of our life, our season uh, that we're in, God has moved us to a different mandate to be able to help us grow and to change for different areas. I I, I never thought that I would be in this position to where um, I am up here Speaking um, to, to, to each and every one of you. I like going and, and, and making robots do because you know you didn't have to deal with people, you programmed something and a robot did it. It was easy. But when you're dealing with a lot of personalities, you have to be able to understand how to deal with different personalities on a day to day basis. A lot of us don't understand. The love of Jesus is contagious. It is contagious. And a lot of these different people that you run into, a lot of them go, "Uh, this is rubbing me in the wrong way. Maybe that is the person that God is really calling you to call to him. The first thing that we must do is show love. It's call out the love in their life. So together we represent Christ on earth through our local body of believers. The church is central to the purpose of God, and is a benefit to the world around us. The church exists for God's glory and showcases a unique way. The church is built for Jesus, by Jesus, and on Jesus. If we lose focus of Jesus, then we've lost what we've called to, been called to do. The church is built on what Jesus has called us to do. Go and spread the gospel to all nations. That's what the local church is for. A lot of times we get that we like to hear or talk about, uh, when we say um, the, the gospel must be preached, the last person uh, to hear the gospel, we think of some remote place in the mountains somewhere or in the jungle or wherever it may be. Again, what if that person is here in Sulphur Springs? What if that person is changing your oil? What if that person is handing you fries through the drive through window? How blind can we be sometimes to be able to overlook the very person that's in front of us that need Jesus? That's what we're called to do. So in this series, we set out to explore tithes, offering, and a blessed generosity. Ger- generosity. Where does the local church fit in this? Right in the middle. Please understand, this series is not about getting more money. The church is in great financial uh, um, position. We don't need money to more money to come in to help keep lights on we don't need more money to come in to to, to keep doing what we're doing uh, on a day to day basis I truly want you guys to understand you don't know what you're robbing God of if you don't give and I'm not just talking about giving money giving your time God wants all of you he wants the first fruit of all of you he wants to be able to bless everything in your life you know, I gave my story, a testimony a little earlier about how we made it here and God really, truly blessed us. But I find it really amazing that some people really don't have an understanding of how they can be able to be blessed until they've been through it. It is a step of faith that you have to take. It is what he's calling you to do. Understanding this, Ephesians 4, 11 through 12, it says, So, Christ himself gave apostles, apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. TWBC's mandate, this is our pastor's heart, which this is his calling, which means this is TWBC's calling. There's three things that we are called to do. This is our mandate. is to pastor, to partner, and plant for kingdom growth. To pastor, to partner, to plant for kingdom growth. That's inside the four walls of TWBC, and it's also outside the four walls of TWBC. And I'm gonna break that down here in a little bit. Pastor Mitch, you guys can come on on. Prayer team, you can go ahead and get in position. TWBC is called to pastor. What that means, know God. That is the individual first. This is our our authentic relationships. By creating an environment for the divine connection, we develop quality relationships and experience life in Christ together. You are called to pastor your home well. We are called to pastor TWBC well. Every Sunday morning, we get together as pastors and pray over the services. During the week, we pray over those of you who are here in the, in the, in the walls of TWBC because as Pastor Mitch has said often that we don't want to get up here and do, have any unauthorized fire. We truly want to hear from God and what we do and everything that we do. So we want to pastor you well, which in turn will allow you to pastor your home well give you an, my, my daughter came to me in first service and um she said dad god just told me something about you she said that she gave god gave me the story of moses that he told me to take off my shoes and when she took off her shoes she says god said where you're standing is holy ground to go tell your dad it is a good day what a lot of you don't know is just less than 12 hours ago, I literally thought I was dying. <laughs> and I know, you know, women say men don't take pain well. I literally thought I was dying. Uh, my body had, had literally shut down. Uh, I was weak. My body was hurting. Uh, my head was hurting. I was sweating, but I had the chills, but I didn't have fever. And I didn't know how I was going to be able to make it here today to, to, to be able to talk with you this morning. But to hear that, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. That's what you're called to do is pastor your home well. You have the authority over your household. You have apostles. You have preachers. You have evangelists. You have teachers in your home. It is your job as being the overseer of your house to call those gifts out of your children. God has called you to pastor well. Here at TWBC, we are called, our mandate is to partner. This is for inside TWBC, it's defined group life. We're not a church with groups, we are a church of groups. We don't want you to attend, we want you to belong. That is so true here at the Way Bible Church. Just what what I said earlier was how sick I felt I laid down in my bed, I really didn't know how I even did that. But God said, text your, your pastors, which is my group life. Who better to have you pray for, pray over you than the people in your group? We have our cafe ladies out there that does an amazing job on Sunday mornings. That's their group life together. We have our connect team out, out that greets you coming in the, the TWBC and greets you as you leave TWBC that's their group life they serve together they grow together they are there for each other when in a time of need that's what group life is for now outside of the walls of twbc is the mandate is for us to partner with other churches again as i i mentioned earlier we had the opportunity to um deliver turkeys and thanksgiving meals all across hawkins county what a blessing that was to be able to join with other churches and, 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 and to do that. Not only are you just delivering, not only you're delivering a meal, but you're also showing the love of Jesus. You are the hands and the feet of Jesus that are walking into the door of those people. And where the presence of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. And you are carrying that to those homes as you deliver turkey. It was much more than just turkeys going through those doors. If anything, it's a doorway to let God be able to move in those lives of those people. And finally, to plant. This is what we're going to talk about. uh, Pastor Joe's going to talk about a lot more next week uh, for our 2019, but it's to discover purpose, which is our next steps. It's your spiritual orientation to your fulfillment at TWBC. No longer do we want you to be able to serve here at the Way Bible Church out of obligation. It's not about obligation. You're not getting fulfillment out of obligation. But we want to be able to put you in a place where you are totally get fulfillment and you will excel what God has called you to do. That's what planning does inside the four walls. Outside the four walls, is that partnering with other churches? Possibly. Is that planning other churches across the area? Possibly. Whatever it may be, it's for us to be able to spread the gospel of Jesus. That's the mandate of TWBC. So if you would stand with me. I want you to really hear my heart. This really was something very personal to me. Somebody had to introduce you to Jesus at one point in your life. And in this altar call, we would have the opportunity to come up here and pray with one of the ministers on the, on the side of the wall. If you don't know Jesus, I want to say, welcome to the greatest day of your life. This is your opportunity to go and say, Lord, come into my heart. I knew what I, I know what I've been missing, and now I need it. But the other side of this is what if? What if the opportunity arises to you each and every day and we miss it? Or there's someone in here, and I don't know why this just came to me, that's been stirring on their heart this whole time, that they know somebody is lost. Now you have your your, your man. What's the worst thing they can say is, no, thank you. You've done your job. So, Father, I thank you for today, Lord. I bless you. I thank you for each and every person in this room. I thank you for the calling upon their life. Lord, I don't believe that anything is an accident. They are here for a purpose. With the mandate upon our lives, Father, we can be able to change this area for the glory of the kingdom. But we bless you and we honor you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. The altar's over.